Welcome to Filed Under, a podcast about everything and nothing by a girl from everywhere and nowhere. Hey, I'm Jade. I'm the girl from everywhere and nowhere. This week, I want to talk about department stores. Hi, friends. How are we all doing? Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever time it is that you're listening to it. Um, I'm grateful that you found this podcast and and that we're going to hang out here for a little bit. I want to talk today about department stores and probably saying that you're probably thinking, I didn't think that this was an an 85-year-old woman that I'm listening to on this podcast. But hear me out. I know so many people are so into online shopping, and I think I'm still one of the hundred people that in the world left that does not have an Amazon account. And I'm not shaming anyone, and it's not meant to throw shade at anyone who has an Amazon account. But I just, I just don't have one. <laughs> Because I love, I love actually going into a store. One of my biggest things in my business is constantly always supporting local and small business. That all started when I did, right before I turned 30, I did one of those crazy challenges eons ago where, you know, you wrote down like 30 things to do before you turn 30. And one of my things was to try and buy 80% of my stuff, gifts, food, whatever, try and buy 80% of it from a local business and source it locally. And so that was that was that was a while ago and and here we are still still living that life, still supporting the small businesses and the local businesses as much as I can. But there is that 20% where there's stuff you can't find from a small business and you have to go to a bigger, a bigger place to get it right. I, I want, I would love for my whole life, like a hundred percent of the, the things I buy and whatever I, I would love for that to be all local, but it's just, it's not possible right now and probably not in the future. But as much as I do love supporting local and all of that, I do love a department store. Oh my gosh. I, oh, it is like, it's like a time capsule going into a department store. And I have lived in very big cities and I've had access to some of the best department stores. I mean, when I lived in Chicago, Marshall Fields was still there. Yes, Marshall Fields. It will always be Marshall Fields. If you're from Chicago, you understand. And I remember the first time that I ever went into Marshall Field. I don't even remember. I think I was a teenager. And it was just, are you joking? Everything you could possibly need to outfit yourself is in one store. and. You can eat lunch there. <laughs> Maybe some of you will remember the Walnut Room of Marshall Fields. You know, when I lived there, some of my girlfriends and I, we had a tradition that we would go there and we would have lunch at the Walnut Room and then we would walk through and look at the window displays and everything because it's so magical. And it's it was just a place that transcended time. And it's like that 
that era is gone. But where I live now, we do not have a department store. We did have one. And then as with anything, the online shopping world has has taken over. Everyone wants everything yesterday. <laughs> Ordering it today, but they wanted it yesterday. And so the online online world has, you know, kind of hurt the department store life. And we did have one here. And it just recently closed at the recently. At the beginning of the year, it closed. And it was sad because it wasn't a big department store where I live gets like the last of everything anyway, because it's so small now. But it was actually a department store. And if you needed something, you could go there. Like the whole reason that this got started is because I just recently went bra shopping at Nordstrom. I drove to the big city. And I went to the good Nordstrom because there's there's multiple ones, but I, the one I had gone to previously was not that good. But there is a good one and I needed to go there because I needed new bras. And that's the, uh, that is, if you, do, if you don't wear a bra, you don't understand like the essence of being able to just go in and have one afternoon where it totally sucks. You just know it's going to suck and you're going to try on so many and it's going to be terrible for a couple hours, but then you don't have to do it again for a while. I mean, if, you, if you've never gone bra shopping, you won't understand it, but maybe you have a partner who can relate to like how terrible bra shopping is. But what's worse than going and, and feeling terrible about your body or all of these thoughts in one afternoon is ordering online a bunch of bras and then having them all come and hoping that something works. And then the ones that don't, you just have to go out. You have to like go back out and you have to ship them back. (laughs) That to me is way more of a pain in the ass than going to a department store and feeling all of the feelings about bra shopping for an afternoon. So a friend and I did it. We we drove up to the big city and we went to the big department store. And when we walked in, it just felt like it just feels amazing. I can't even, I don't even know how to describe how it feels. And maybe some of you who also have a love affair with a department store can feel the same way, but it just feels like a weight is lifted off of you and you can look in one store for the multiple items of clothing that you might need. Like you do not need to go any further than this one store to create an outfit or get pieces or anything like that. And my friend was very kind because like I had this big idea of, oh my gosh, I want to go and I want to eat lunch and then I want to have coffee and I want to have one of their famous cookies. And and I just wanted it to be an event because I haven't had that in so long. And that is uh, honestly like one of the parts of living in a big city that I miss is being able to just go into a store like that. 
you know, now I have to like hitch up the horses and plan for two days. Just kidding. It's not that bad. (laughs) But we're there and right away we're like, let's just get this, this bra shopping over with. And so we go up there and honestly, like it's a safe space in a world right now that doesn't feel like there's a lot of safe spaces. The bra department at Nordstrom was so safe because there's a whole bunch of us there with the same purpose. We're all there with the same goal in mind. We know that it's going to be so terrible to try these things on and we're just going to leave with at least one. (laughs) But the person that I had was very nice and helpful. And that's also the thing I love about a department store is that the customer service is still intact, right? The customer service is still intact. And recently it just feels like customer service is, isn't really exist too much right now. And I get it. I, I totally understand. I've worked in retail and all of that. And I, it is a thankless job. So thank you to anyone out there who is working in customer service and retail right now. Like you're so appreciated. We do need you. We really do. The store you're working for needs you. But yeah, when you go into a department store, it's like you're just greeted and people ask you what you're looking for and you tell them what you're looking for and then they bring you all these different suggestions of things you haven't thought of that you even want. I mean, it's like the OG of online targeted advertising, but like you're having a human conversation and a connection and you're exchanging energy and it's so cool. And it is a dying art, right? I, like how long are how long are big department stores even going to exist? They've dealt with and lived through hundreds of years of economic like woes and wars and all sorts of stuff. And now the internet. And I love the internet. I love, it's my job. I love everything about it. I love the connection and stuff, but it just is kind of that part of it, the part that is, having it go to department stores not existing anymore is sad to me. But yeah, there's just something nostalgic about it. And maybe you don't feel the same way. Maybe I lost you already, but I don't know. I love it. It just feels good. (laughs) And maybe you have a different experience, but I don't know, especially when we would go to the walnut room at Marshall Fields and we would we would get there early and we would usually get there when it opened and then we'd do a little bit of shopping and then we'd go eat lunch and then we would go and to different departments after lunch. And then, I don't know, it was just like a day. It was just a whole day. And that is what people years and years ago would do. They would just spend the day at the department store And then they would eat lunch and then it was like their outing. We kind of don't appreciate that anymore because we want everything so instantaneously. But the kicker of the whole (laughs) bra shopping trip at Nordstrom was that a few days later, I got an email offering me influencer status. (laughs) Because if you've ever bought 
a well-made bra, you know how much they are. And just to get this email, I, I laughed at it because it's like, that is not my goal in life. This is not my goal in life. But I read an article recently that someone sent me that said, you know, the question of when you were a kid and, and adults would ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, you know, some kids would be like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. I want to whatever. I want to be a veterinarian. Whatever their answer was. The answer, I guess, when a grownups ask children what they want to be when they grow up, the top answer right now is an influencer. <laughs> so to get this email that my purchase had blown me up into influencer status, I was like, oh my gosh, there is some Gen Z person out there miffed that I now have a coupon code with my name on it. And they haven't got there yet. (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny to me, but it is. It's also kind of sad that there's young adults and children out there that this is what they want to be. And I have this chat sometimes with my nephew um, when I'm with him and he's like scrolling through um, TikTok or YouTube shorts or whatever. He like, you know, he's into short form video. And so he will be scrolling through it and he'll show one to me. And I'll say to him, like, you know, that's not real, right? That, that, that's edited. And he's like, no way that is real. And then I explained to him that I get paid money to make, to make videos look that way. And, um, and he kind of, it kind of brings him back. And I like to see that, that he comes back to questioning and using discernment of, is this real or whatever? But I wonder if I ask him, I haven't asked him in a while what he wants to be when, when he, air quote, grows up. But I'm sure there's some of his buddies that would love to be an influencer, right? They want to they wanna get discovered on YouTube because they've seen the people who have gotten discovered on YouTube and what they've blown up into. But what what I don't think they understand is that it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work behind the scenes to create that content. As any of you who are a business owner know, it takes time and energy to create that content. But then when you're an influencer, you're opening yourself up to being trolled and have like sorts of remarks made on your stuff. Not always good. Not always bad, but not always good. And that 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 can play some some games on your mind. We've talked about it in a previous episode about how I've had to sometimes do a digital detox because of that aspect of it. Because people right now, not only do they want the things that they ordered today, yesterday, but they want, they feel that they can say all of these things to other people through a comment that I don't know that they would necessarily say to somebody's face. And all these kids who are dreaming about being an influencer, that's the sad part to me is you don't understand what you're signing up for. Like it's, yeah, it looks super cool. Super cool to like go out and 
get paid and and do all these things and tell everybody about all these cool things that you're doing but there's there's some people who are going to like say a bunch of stuff to you and you're gonna have to have a really strong mindset you really have to have believe in yourself and have self-confidence and and know your self-worth and all of that because people will say things on a social media post that they would not necessarily say to your face but it's just crazy to me how like these three things all kind of presented themselves to me recently the the going to the department store the getting the email that I have influencer status <laughs> and that the article of of the kids wanting to be influencers when they grow up where are we going where is it going? Who's going to do the other jobs? Who's going who's gonna to be a welder and fix pipes? Who's going to deliver? Who's going to deliver these packages that for the things you order? Who's going to fight the fires? Like if every kid wants to be an influencer, what happens to the other stuff? I already know that, that I have, I'm on a limited time frame here with, with my beloved department stores and being able to go into them and and just walk through the sections and be able to honestly try things on and and put the things that don't fit me right back on the rack instead of charging them having them come and maybe sometimes forgetting to return them has that ever happened to anybody yeah just this where are we going so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna enjoy my time with my department stores <laughs> before they are extinct and and go into them and just walk around and grab a coffee and look through the racks and maybe grab lunch and then leave without maybe even buying anything. You don't always need to necessarily buy anything to have an experience, but I'm going to enjoy the limited time that I have with those department stores. Don't worry, I will not be spamming you my influencer code. I won't be cold DMing you my influencer code. I won't put my influencer code in the show notes <laughs> because I don't think I'm going to fully embrace that. I am on the internet enough <laughs> helping other people like sell their products and live out their dreams and and that's the part of it that I love. And maybe these kids who want to be influencers, just help them understand what that even really means. Because it looks really cool online, but there's an offline side to it too. And I feel like we're losing that aspect of the offline in real life world. Wow, I didn't mean for this to be such a philosophical episode I really just wanted to talk about how sad I am that department stores are becoming extinct and that I'm not an 85 year old woman who still loves a good department store because I'm sure there's many of you out there who are also not 85 year old women that love a good department store and the irony that I got influencer status from from just buying a couple bras because that shows you just how expensive it is sometimes to be a lady. But I thank you for listening. And let me know if, if you are also 
feeling nostalgic for for the department stores and if you're a little if you have some feelings about them being on their way toward extinction I'm gonna file this one under the lost art of the department and people will wonder what that even means and maybe that's clickbait but only you guys will know because you've listened to the full episode <laughs> but I thank you for tuning in and I'm grateful for each of you who listen and, and who tell others to listen. And I will talk to you soon.